Hello and welcome. I'm Kat McGurran, podcast producer at Arts House. This year's iteration of Refuge will look at the scenario of a heatwave with the possibility of five consecutive days over 40 degrees. We brought together three experts to discuss some questions relating to climate change and our behaviour. Jen Ray is a Métis Canadian-Australian artist and researcher in the area of food security. Alison McMillan is the Deputy Director of the Emergency Management Branch of the Department of Health and Human Services, and Alan March is an Associate Professor of Urban Planning at the University of Melbourne. The third question was, how well placed are we to deal with a situation where we don't have access to an essential service like electricity or running water? Alison McMillan started the conversation. It's an interesting question, how well would we adapt to some sort of change in the way that we might normally operate, whether it's without electricity or communications or whatever it might be. I think Australians traditionally have is a community and a society that is very robust and adaptive. And we see that time and time again in disasters where the floods of Brisbane, where huge numbers of people came out voluntarily with their gumboots and their their, their shovels to clean up the mud. We, we do know that as a society, society, often adversity brings out the best in us. But I do think there are there is a time now for us to ask ourselves, what if we didn't have electricity? What if the mobile phone network went down? What if it wasn't the way it is today, tomorrow? How would our family and our community connect, remain connected and adapt to that situation um, how would we deal with those circumstances? Some of us are old enough to remember when we didn't have mobile phones, so that was a different time. And we, we survived then, so we can survive again. Um, but I do think these are questions we need to ask ourselves, both as individuals, as families and as communities, about how we might um, adapt, as we are a society very good at doing. And uh, I, I think that's that's a great way to start thinking about the the different levels of responsibility and different types of responsibility people need to take on. Some of those might be uh, building our homes differently. Uh, some of them might be uh, deciding who in the community does what. Uh, an interesting example is to think about high-rise. We didn't have much high-rise until the last 15 years. Uh, now we've suddenly got a lot in certain locations and uh, we, we need to learn new ways of, of living in those and when the electricity goes out in high-rise often it has quite different implications than it might do in, in low-rise housing that we've all traditionally lived in. So lifts aren't working and uh, the, the water might also go out because there are electric pumps involved. Uh, the air conditioner doesn't work and maybe you can't open the window <laughs> as well. So this, this is a range of different responsibilities that need to be taken. Government has something to do with it and they might change some regulations and it might make it slightly more expensive to, um, to build or to occupy or to rent. But in fact, the, the benefits to our communities overall are much greater. So there's many things to mediate there and to look at a bigger picture uh, in terms of our responsibilities. and what we do on a day-to-day -day basis as well. Yeah, I, I, I think one, one of the challenges in, um, in terms of thinking is about, about 
ad ad adapting in itself is that it's not about coming back to a baseline. It's not about returning to normal. You know, a disaster happens and we're going to get back to the way in which things were once before. It's about how do we ad continually adapt to continual changing conditions. That that's, that's actually quite important because um, one of the things about disasters is that it doesn't discriminate. You have people who may have a fridge full of food but don't have a community garden. You know, they, they don't know where food is grown in their garden and so forth. Um, people are going to have to learn how to shuffle and how to adapt um, to changing conditions on an ongoing basis. That's something that we need to be able to communicate. Well, this is one of the things where we, we need to... Uh, things change over time, it sounds obvious to say, but. We, we now have a large student population in many of the city centres in Australia, and uh, so this is an emergent new risk we need to learn how to deal with and to take some responsibility as a society, I suppose, as well as those people um, readying themselves when they arrive. So students living in high-rise may not speak English as well at first. In fact, it's probably one of the reasons they've come here. Uh, they, they don't necessarily have uh, a phone immediately or they're reliant on being able to charge it so uh, they, they probably don't have much cash because not many of us have a lot of cash in our pocket anyway uh, and maybe if they evacuate the building uh, in a certain scenario they might end up being quite lost alone not knowing what to do uh, and where to go and who, who to rely on and even to the, the point where they may be reluctant to rely on authorities and responders because they might have come from a society where much more care is taken in, in going to, say, the police than, than perhaps we would in Australia. So we, we need to keep moving with the times and as circumstances of you know, hazards and risks emerge and to take responsibility ourselves. But it, in, in some ways it's to help and facilitate others doing that at the same time. Yeah, I, I think, um, just pulling out from that, um, we have to start even thinking about empathy and, and compassion for strangers. Um, you know, that's, we, we've been programmed with all of this sort of the cult of convenience and the cult of technology to, to really be inward looking and, and so forth. We, this is the challenge that we're going to be facing in the future is about how do we look out into, you know, and take care of each other and, and what is empathy for a stranger? How, 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 do, how do we look for signs of heat distress in, you know, in, in strangers walking on the streets and, and so forth? And that's, that's where I think we'll move. Thanks for listening. Refuge is happening at Arts House on the 11th of November from midday till 10pm. For more information on the Refuge project and what's on, visit artshouse.com.au.